We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You're gonna follow me on Twitter. And it's Wednesday, February 28th, and we uh, kind of have a new look here at, at Roto Grinders. A little bit more more white today, I guess, on uh, on on the video screen, but also a little bit more blue on the Roto Grinders site. So if you want to go to RotoGrinders.com and see uh, the fresh coat of paint, we have uh, the new logo here at Roto Grinders. Nothing else is. I mean, we're still here. Right, nothing's changed. We're not dead, right? And you make a little change. Oh, what is the what does that mean? The site works essentially the same way that it does before, but uh, a bit faster and a bit cleaner and a little bit new color scheme. But uh, someone that doesn't have a new color scheme, right? You still have the green screen in the back, just for no no reason. Just uh, would, but in the beginning of the year, well, you used to put up like weird backgrounds and stuff. You were at different locations. You were recently at the car dealership, so uh, maybe put the, the car dealership <laughs> there before we talk about NBA. So fresh, fresh coat of paint. Log into your Roto Grinders account again and uh, get that all hooked up into the Discord. Uh, and if you have any technical issues, right, for whatever reason, uh, we have a support channel in the Discord, rotogrinders.com slash Discord, or email support at rotogrinders.com. Uh, and they will take care of you. But, Will, we do have an NBA slate today. And, yeah, uh, and, and, and can I mention something about NBA before we dig all the way in? You said, no, yeah, my car's fine. I just went for a service. Yeah, I, I just went for, for a service. What does that mean, for a service? Oil, you know, make sure everything's fine. They check oh, it. So you ma- know. Maintenance. 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 Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, um, Did your car you know, get a happy ending? Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Like I said, I thought I was going to be in and out of there. Um, and I got there. So my appointment was at 9. I got there at 8.55. And she's like, oh, I'm just reached, we got you. Oh, we should have you out of here in about an hour and a half. And I'm like, no way. And so I ended up getting out a little, uh, before then. But 
Anyway, everything's fine. Let me just say this too, Blender, for NBA. For those of you that don't know, we are in the single entry series on FanDuel for all of you big DFSers out there. And uh, if you come in, I think top five or so, you are getting like a ticket to the single entry series or something like that. And I think, so I think they're doing it a little bit different this year. But either way, I did want to put that out there, Blender, because I do like the single entry series. I think that's a pretty neat little thing that RG has been doing for a long time in conjunction with FanDuel now. And uh, with the way DFS is headed again, but it looks like they're trying to DraftKings is rolling out. Uh, no late swap, but they're cutting. They're trying to make the slates better by getting putting time back in your days so that you can spend it with your family. So DFS keeps morphing into different things. They keep trying to find ways to appease the players, it looks like. But I didn't want to put that out there. Um, single entry series is back and up and running. People want Dean. The Dean Dean's not going to be here till 5 p.m. Eastern. Come back at 5. You'll see Dean <laughs> on Grinders Live, right? Yeah. People may want Dean, but Dean doesn't want the people not this early in the morning. Yeah. Dean's asleep. Listen. Yeah. Dean Dean's seriously maybe still asleep. Like Dean's I don't I don't think Dean is an early riser at all. And I think even he will tell you that. Like, don't look for uh NFL season. Uh, uh, the the grindest live football edition. Dean's struggling. He don't want to be up at ten o'clock. Wait, wait for baseball. Will will oh. will have these Wednesdays or Thursdays. Oh man, where we have the early grinders live, where I where this yeah. show gets preempted, and I'm and just Dean's on with his hair. Him. Looks like antlers. He comes in, his hair is <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> he don't want to be on these early shows. <laughs> he gets sick more often. Uh, okay, so we got we got an NBA slate. Let's pull let's pull yeah. up uh, lineup HQ. Let's uh, you know show the fine folks uh, our, our our new our new fresh coat of paint on on the on the website. Uh, so you can see here. So yeah, it's a little bit bluer, a little bit more rounded edges, stuff like that. I mean, but our, but lineup HQ looks. I mean, it looks the same, right? Right. We got you know the the situation room impact ratings for uh, for injuries. You know, a little bit a little bit cleaner, a little bit narrower, a little bit a little bit more. Uh, Mobile friendly, I guess, right? We still got the pick'em tool here and the props model and everything, uh, but obviously uh, the Pelicans. I mean, I mean, we got a lot of people that. I mean, we talk about like the no late swap and stuff like that, but this Lakers Clippers game is at nine at, at ten o'clock, and uh, we have uh, LeBron questionable. Uh, is Paul George questionable also? He's on. He's on the. Uh, he's on the uh, the injury. On we've our, got him as out currently. We have him out. Oh, so we have him out. Okay. Okay. So he. Okay. So he's out of the projections. Okay. So we see here. It's very hard to tell. Maybe I need to put this in a little. Uh, in our a little feedback section that these Q's and these O's are a little little too little. <laughs> they look a little too close to each other. Right. <laughs> so. So we've got we have Paul George who's out. We do have we go to the intersection. We obviously have uh, you know Zion, which I mean, it seems like any Pelican slate, Zion is questionable. Uh, De'Aaron Fox questionable for Sacramento. Pirtle questionable for Toronto. Aaron Nesmith questionable for the Pacers. A little bit less of a priority there, uh, but some of these guys are in later games, right? We got LeBron. I mean. I mean, yes, we'll we'll get Toronto Pelicans Pacers news 
earlier, but the Iron Fox being out or LeBron being out is is a big enough deal on this slate. Especially uh, Fox, I think. Fox is a huge deal. So what would you do? So so what are we looking at? I know we come out with our if-then projections here at Roto Grinders. If you're a premium member, right, you get all of our projections, you get all of our tools, you get all of our premium content. Uh, the if-then projections are our projections team will build projections for Sacramento if Fox doesn't play. So you can get pre you get pre-prepared, right? Without having to wait until that news happens and then we update the projections. So if Fox, if Fox doesn't play, right? Because it's not that big of a slate tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six, it's only six games, mm-hmm. right? So if Fox doesn't play, I mean. Obviously, that gives a bump to, I mean, technically everyone. I mean, Sabonis is 10-3. I mean, he's he'll, he's not going to get any more minutes, but he's obviously going to have to shoulder the load a lot more. But mm-hmm. I have to assume, Will, that like guys like Malik Monk and Kevin Herter and, I mean, what is their rotation even going to look like? I mean, they could they could only run like seven or eight guys. Yeah, and, and the weird thing about Sacramento, they don't usually start Malik Monk, but he still plays about 35, you know, 30 to 35 minutes in these spots. So, like, they might, as an example, they could very well start Davion Mitchell, and Mitchell could play 50 minutes, and Malik Monk will still play 35. But, like, that's a, that, that, to me, that's the big thing you have to know about Sacramento. Like, Davion Mitchell isn't guaranteed anything. Uh, n- not a thing. Malik Monk will be, I think, the biggest benefactor from the guards. And then, of course, you know, Sabonis, like, he just – he's going to thrive regardless. So do you think that that if if they announce Fox out and we see Davion, Davion Mitchell starting, he's 3K. Yeah. That there's a – there's – within his range of outcomes, I'm, I'm sure that we're going to project them for a decent amount of minutes because, you know, Fox is seeding 36 minutes to the backcourt in some regard – and they all can't go to Monk, right? They all can't go to Keegan Murray or Herder or something like that. Yeah, that- Keon Ellis or may play some minutes. My 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 thinking is Davion Mitchell plays 20 minutes or less. Malik Monk plays 35 to 37 minutes. So does that yes. make does that essentially make Malik Monk like I mean he'd he'd be one of the at 5600 He's guard and forward eligible, so that fills yeah. up, up a lot more spots. But the thing is, is that 3K, If I mean, if we project David Mitchell for 20 minutes, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be hard for people not to look at that and say, uh, here's my value play of the day. Yeah, and, and, and for me, Blender, I've watched, I've seen this Sacramento situation enough. Today could be the day it works out. This is where I take one of my weird stands and say I, I would completely fade Davion Mitchell. I think he would be bad talk, personally, even at three. Yeah, but this is all. This is also. I just want to highlight for people: this, this if Fox is out, obviously yeah, yeah. if Fox is obviously. in, we're, we're not even talking about any of this, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what are we supposed to do at eleven o'clock in the morning for an NBA DFS show, and then talk about what could happen because we see an NBA every day? What could anything that you think could happen will happen. At some point, yeah, someone's going to be ruled out. Something's some starting lineup's going to change. So being prepared for that, I think, is beneficial. But like actually yeah. strategizing your lineups before that news 
seems, you know, seems kind of stupid. But on, on a general note on this slate, I mean, I mean, do we, I mean, it's Luke is playing like so many minutes. It's ridiculous. How in the world is he going to make it through the playoffs? I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like he's, I feel like Jason Kidd is Tom Thibodeau that we don't talk about. What don't we talk about him? Okay, Will Will's frozen. We mentioned Jason Kidd and Jay, and they they came out and uh, made sure he didn't say anything. So I guess I guess Will's internet connection is a little bit. He's just stay, he's staring off. He's staring off into the void. He'll be back in a minute. Don't worry about it. Uh, but I was mentioning before that uh, that you know guys like at the top of the scale. Right, we got Luca, we got Jokic, we got Sabonis, we got Anthony Davis. Uh, I mean Halliburton, ninety five hundred. Uh, you're probably not playing, but doesn't play enough minutes. I mean, we have him for thirty three minutes. Right, we got uh, Donovan Mitchell, right at the top of the scale. But Luca, with playing thirty nine minutes, it's hard not to play him at uh, even at twelve thousand. If I run. Our current optimal. These are the these are like nine a.m. projections. I mean, it's I mean, Luca. Let's see. We have Luca Drummond, obviously. Okay, so we, if we look at this uh, Chicago situation, uh, Drummond. You know, they're playing. You know, Vooch and Drummond together. I don't know if uh, Will is coming back at any point. Yeah, Steve's telling me that he was frozen, so it wasn't just me. Sometimes, sometimes it's the other way around. Well, you're back. Yeah, so so guess what? I'm I'm gonna make an executive producer decision of my own office from here on out. I'm just gonna do these shows on my mobile hotspot and I won't have to worry about this. I don't know, I don't know why my internet decides to do dumb things, but uh at any rate. I'm on my mobile hotspot for the rest of the show. I doubt we'll have any problems. Here we go. Okay, so uh, we were talking about Luca. I was also talking about uh, looking at our optimal lineup here with our current 9 a.m. projections. I mean, Andre Drummond playing basically alongside. I mean, I, I mean, I haven't remember. I don't play NBA DFS on, on a daily basis anymore. I just do, you know, props uh, for the most part. But ever since, you know, I would have never told, I would have never said before the season or any point that Vucevic and Drummond would be sharing the court at the same time. But now that that is happening, uh, 5,200 Andre Drummond. I mean, Drummond is not a good basketball player, but he's great for, he's great for daily fantasy. Right. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to talk more about Luca or go to the, the Drummond situation, feel free to do so. Yeah, let's do it. Um, once again, I think Luca's playing a ton of minutes. And, I mean, even on last night's slate, uh, I, I played on FanDuel last night. He was so low-owned, Blender. Like, like you, you probably needed him to take down a tournament, but you didn't need him to make money. Yeah, if that makes any sense, because all the other injury news and a bunch of weird things happen, so forth and so on. But I mean, if you've been playing him every day, I mean, you've you've hit some really nice scores. So I, I, 
once again, I mean, he played big minutes last night. Will they play him big minutes again? Maybe. Um, and then in terms of uh, the Andre Drummond situation, like, this is, it's interesting because, like, I, I didn't think this would happen either. And if, if we're going to get stable minutes from Andre Drummond, like if you told me Andre Drummond got 28 minutes every night, Blender, I'd be firing him up, right? Like you said, in real life, may not seem like the best basketball player, but for fantasy sports, when a guy's getting you 15 rebounds, 10 points, 18 rebounds, 7 points, 2 blocks, it's all working out as long as the price is appropriate. So, um Look, if the minutes are going to be there tonight, I'm in. I, I don't mind it at that price, but I mean, 50, 5200 that's cheap enough for sure. Uh, the team that stands out the most from a median perspective currently in our projections as of 9 in the morning are the Clippers with Paul George out. Uh, I mean, all you can take a look at this RGV column. I mean, that's one, one of the things that you could do here uh, on Lineup HQ. It's like, if you want to find out, like, what are the cash plays? You know, what are what are the, the value plays? This RG value column, it's a salary adjusted plus minus number. Like if you just sort it by that, it will tell you, right? Typically, if you read, we read our content, right? You see our uh, consensus value rankings. It's uh, kind of correlated that, you know, the, the our experts are, are, are given, you know, picks that relate to the, the val- salary adjusted value of the player on the slate and the, the Clippers. I mean, James Harden, 8,400, Norman Powell, 4,800, Kawhi, 8,700, Zubac at 5,600, David Terrence Mann at 4,400. I mean, without Paul George in this lineup, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the hugest fan of the Clippers for, for DFS. I mean, there's so many ways for guys like Harden and Powell to go wrong. And then of course, Kawhi, I mean, we, I mean, dude, we may find out later, later today that Kawhi, even he's not, he's not playing. Maybe, maybe the Clippers become all the value on the slate. So uh, what are your thoughts, especially with it being the 10 o'clock game? Strategically, my, my inclination is to like, I take a look at this and outside of like Luca at seven 30, then you got like Drummond at eight o'clock. Like, I if if I were building lineups tonight, I'd be I'd be more inclined to hold out and see what happens with the uh, with, with the Aaron Fox and with LeBron James and the Clippers guys are already good values. I mean, worst case scenario, you're filling your lineup in with some you know Sacramento or Denver players. To me, I'd I'd be I'd be loading in my lineup for 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 later. On, especially on a on a six game slate where it's not like you, there's that that much opportunity cost. It's not like we're playing a twelve game slate and there's eight games at seven o'clock or something. And then it's like, well, if I save everything for late, I may miss out on you know tons of stuff. But on this slate, I mean, most of it most of it is backloaded. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I think you mentioned something. I, I hope he doesn't sit, but. Gosh, if Kawhi Leonard sits, I mean, 
Are we playing anybody in the early games? I'm exaggerating, but you get my point. If Kawhi Leonard also sits, then I mean Harden, Harden, and, and Man and Powell. I mean they're, they're going to garner so much ownership. Uh, Russell Westbrook's probably going to garner a lot of ownership. Like it's just going to be a totally different slate. And you know, on a six-game uh, slate blender, and I think it's important because this is where I try to draw the line: good chalk, bad chalk, and and. Good chalk, bad chalk is different on different days depending on slate size, right? Like, but for me, when I see a guy, and I'm, I'm going back to something we were talking, like if De'Aaron Fox sits, and they're talking about sit, and, and everybody's going to be loading up on Davion Mitchell, my 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 attempt is going to be to punish the field for getting up to thirty percent Davion Mitchell when Terrence Mann will be a better play, even though he's more expensive. And I, and I understand salary's a thing, so forth and so on. Like you know. 3K, you can do a lot with that, but do I really need a 3K guy on this slate uh, with it being this small and having value in the 4K and 5K range? I probably don't, um, and I can just find some some better ways to get creative. Um, and those are some of the stands I think for for NBA DFS. If you learn how to take those, um, not you personally, but just in general, like that, that's how you make your money in, in NBA DFS. Like, you know, do you want to know? why Squirrel Patrol is is so successful. Yeah, I know Squirrel does mass multi-entry. Don't get me wrong, you know, but he's not afraid to play some of the others, right, and take and, and maybe go underweight on some of the bad talk, but he'll still have some just in case. Uh, but, you know, this is how you, you're able to, you know, have some sustainability in this business. And so, uh, once again, with Paul George being out, I do think the Clippers' value is, is what's going to be there. Um and, and and I I think I, I think that's good chalk. I think the Clippers is for sure good chalk today. Now let's say this was Friday, and there was no late swap, right? Which means at seven thirty p.m. Eastern, everything locks, right? It doesn't matter. And let's say we didn't know the Aaron Fox's status at all. What would your strategy be? How would you build your line now? How would you build your lineups? Would you be playing Fox? Would you be playing Monk? Would you be playing what 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 would what is your approach? I just want to, you know, since you're on and we're not going to be on, on on Friday, but the programming note, I won't be here Friday and next Monday. But people on Friday are going to be like DraftKings, no late swap. People aren't used to playing no late swap. I am. Uh, I love no late swap. Oh, I love like, dude. I, I mean, I, I, I grew but up. We, we can't see, Blenda. I think that's something important. So I, that's why I love doing this show with you because we can talk about DFS, you know, the slate, but also talk about this types of stuff. Like for new people, if like when I came in, there was no such thing as late swap. Ever. Everything I played was no late swap. So. You learned the edges of no late swap, right? And and sometimes that meant I had to take a big L, but sometimes that meant I was going to punish the field for my stance on news. It's, right. It's a different. My, my a favorite. Different the, my favorite version of this. We go back in the past. Was my first year playing NBA DFS? I believe back twenty seventeen something. It was always the Kings and Zach Randolph. Oh right? man, Zach Randolph was an old older guy, but 
He was a great for DFS purposes, and he was always underpriced because he sat half the games. Like sometimes yeah. he plays, sometimes he didn't play. Exactly. Sometimes he'd only yeah. play 18 minutes a game. Sometimes he'd play 34 and and, and demolish the slate for like uh, 4,800 or something. But their games were always at 1030 at night. Yeah. And uh, the question came in is that the, sometimes the Kings would rotate. They would have, uh, uh, I remember, uh, what, what what's his name? The, the, the center with the K, Kostas, Kufus, whatever, whatever yeah, his yeah, name yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was always something like that, how their front court was going to play. Is Cauley Stein, who was like a rookie at the time or something, and, and, is, and he was he, and, and he like, had big games, bad games, good games, right. bad games. 15 rebounds this game, four the next game, 40 fantasy points this game, 18 and oh yeah. I remember that. But the thing, the thing that. was is that you wouldn't know what the king's starting lineup was until like 10 o'clock at night, and the, the slate locked at seven. So if you played Zach Randolph, it's quite possible you're getting a zero because he literally DNPs, he doesn't start yeah. and just doesn't play. Or you take a shot on like a Willie Cauley-Stein and Zach Randolph is in and Costa Kufus is in and Willie Cauley-Stein plays 14 minutes and you're sitting there with, you know, 10 points or something. Like you you had to be able to go, what am I, what am I, what am I taking a shot on? What am I not taking a shot on? Yeah. So like these, this, the general rule to me is there, the, the three tiers of like priority of, of uh, my strategy is one for the later games. I don't mind. I least mind taking a shot on players that will get a huge bump that already project pretty well anyway. So like in this Fox situation I have on the screen, like Malik Monk at 5,600, right? Doesn't project poorly. Doesn't right. project He's going to play regardless. He's, He's going to play, play regardless. regardless. Worst case scenario, I have a $5,600 guy that projects for 28 fantasy point median. It is what it is, right? Like Davion Mitchell, on the other hand, like if Fox plays, like this guy's going to play 10 minutes. Like he's going to don't. Why are you doing it to yourself? Right. And how much upside do you get from him based on, you know, oh, if he plays 20 minutes, right? Well, that's not worth taking the risk on. In this is we're talking about in a no late swap scenario. Yeah, yeah, Demont, yeah. Demontis Sabonis already projects well. He's going to get an even big, bigger projection. If it was no late swap, I'd be much more inclined to play Sabonis because what's the worst case scenario? Fox plays and he still projects well. I mean, like it's it's not that big of a deal. It's these guys. It's do you take a shot? The the risky parts are taking a shot at the guys that already don't get the minutes, that may get the minutes, so someone like Mitchell, or the actual injured player themselves. So, like, De'Aaron Fox, on the other hand, like, if for whatever reason De'Aaron Fox today was 6K, 5,500, he would project ridiculously for that price. Yeah. And but he would be questionable and be like, well, do I take a shot on the Aaron Fox? I may take a shot on that because he projects so good that the field may be too scared to play him because he's questionable. But at least he projects very, very well. So in the case that he does play and he's only eight percent owned, 
Like, I'm getting a big advantage on the field. If he didn't project well, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm not I'm not taking a risk on, like, do I play this overpriced if, if Tyrese Halliburton, right, playing only 33 minutes, or some of these overpriced guys, it's like, well, what happens if he doesn't play? It's like, no big deal. I was, Dude, you could tell me he's guaranteed to play, and I'm probably not playing him. So, like, like why would I ever take the – well, he's going to be so much lower owned. It's like, yeah, but I could play guys that project 10 points better than him for 2% ownership rather than 1% ownership. So what do I care? So like, yeah. I look at this, up. what is the downside? What is the upside? And then what is the worst case scenario that you have that guy in and he doesn't get the boost? Well, in a right. situation like this with Malik Monk, it's like, so I, I mean, this is the type of slate where you may be playing Malik Monk as it is. Like yeah. if there was no injury news, you may be still playing him. He's still a viable, he's still viable He's not, I wouldn't call him a top 10 play. I wouldn't call him a, you know, a core piece or anything. But if everyone's in today and you want to play Malik Monk, I don't think you're stupid. So if you're telling me that he's going to get a 10 minute bump, like in the case that Fox doesn't play and there's late swap and there's no late swap at 730, I'll have a lot more Malik Monk in those scenarios. Yeah. And and see, the thing for me, Blender, and we, I think people, and I think we've talked about this before, we pretty much play DFS the same way conceptually. We might take some little side approaches, but like in terms of the concept of DFS, we pretty much think the same, right? And so for me in this situation with Malik with Malik Monk versus De'Aaron Fox, I and, and I, just to be clear, I just want to highlight for people that they've tuned in late. This is if there was no late swap. We're trying to yes. give you a little strategy session for Friday yeah. where there won't be any late swap on DraftKings. And right. in the case that maybe they continue doing some of that type of stuff, that it's not as simple as, uh, well, I can't play De'Aaron Fox because he could get a zero, or I can't play Damian Mitchell because he couldn't. Like, think in terms of how the field will react and what is your – best benefit and what is your worst case scenario so like that's that's really what you should be thinking about and not just well i'm just gonna cross out the like like dude if you cross out the whole game and fox sits it's like you're gonna have opponents that have these kings players that are gonna project so well that you're putting yourself behind the eight ball if you're constantly going into into slates with no late swap going well, all LeBron's questionable, so I can't play any Lakers. It's like, yeah, but what happens yeah. if LeBron's out? That means a right. lot of these Lakers are going to be worth playing. If 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 you're seeding all of that value, it's the same thing as playing with late swap and never swapping. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing, Blender, for me. I also I, – I will also take this approach on the other side. Well, what's the other side, Will? I will – actually beef up my De'Aaron Fox exposure because of the uncertainty. So see, so that only, that's like, only if he projects, but but that's only if he projects. Yeah, no, no, correct. Correct. So right. that that's the understanding, but I thank you for pointing out because if people don't, don't know that, then they, they need to know that if he's projecting well, even at 9,800, like I think today on FanDuel, he's 9,800 as an example. And he's probably not going to project as well on FanDuel. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just using that as an example. Let's say he's projecting for 55 fantasy points today on FanDuel. And because he's expensive, 
the field, the general field, like right, it's good. less likely. They're like, no, 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 no. I am not losing $9,800 worth because of a guy that may or may not play. So he ends up playing and he goes off for 60. But now instead of him being 10% owned, as an example, he's like 1% because nobody played him because he's in the late game. There's a ton of uncertainty. And if, if people are playing mass multi-entry blender, what they have to understand is if you're playing mass multi-entry, you do have somewhat of an advantage. Now, I might not go that far on single entry because if I've got my $100 tied up, I probably don't want that type of uncertainty. I'm going to be a little bit more sure. Who's playing. But when I'm playing mass multi-entry, and let's even if I'm not maxing out, but if I'm going 80 lineups, as example, I'm sitting out of 80 lineups, 10% of 80 is eight lineups. Like, he's not even going to be that high on. So I'm going to get some exposure just in case he plays anyway, but like you talked about understanding upside and downside, I understand if he's out eight lineups of death, and I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. But if he plays, I've now got eight lineups. If everything else has come together, I'm pretty live for a tournament takedown later in the night. That might be the late night hammer I needed to get me there. So to me, that's where link swap is, is, is so cool because – you can really kind of determine the field's approach the later the games get. The more uncertainty, the less likely that player is to be in there, even for Malik Monk. As it, like if there's because you're gonna have the field that's saying, Well, I like Malik Monk and I could, but if Fox play, so they get caught in the middle, and then they just like you said, but they just don't play the game at all. If Fox played, Monk's not as good. If Fox is out, he's great, but I don't know. So they just try to find other guys to play where guys like us, we're going to say, well, I like Malik Monk regardless. Let's just, maybe the field's going to be at 50. Maybe I go 20%. As an example, you know, and that, that's kind of how we take that approach. So uh, it's, it, I love no late swap. It, it's it's fantastic. I would play, I would play NBA DFS. I would be, I would be back playing NBA DFS regularly if there was no late swap. I mean, the main, the main reason that I stopped playing is because I don't want to sit in front of my computer for three hours, right? That's essentially the case. I mean, and it's enough work in props as yeah. it is. I NBA props isn't isn't like like MLB where it's like, okay, let me check before I go to bed. Let me check in the morning. Let me check at like four or five o'clock, and then I'm done. Like it's like it's and and you could. Every day, it's like the same process over and over. NBA things change so often that it's like mm-hmm. it's like NBA. Okay, I'll take I'll I'll take a look at you know one o'clock, two o'clock in the in the afternoon, bang out some stuff, and then I kind of have to just pay attention throughout the whole day and be like, well, let's look yeah. at three, let's look at five, and then sometimes depending on my schedule, sometimes I don't look. Sometimes you know something happens, some lineup changes at six thirty, and just. Okay, well, I don't get those in. I mean, you don't have. To, I mean, at at some point, you know, you need to you, you need to have a life. You need to figure out like what your work life balance is. And sometimes there are some days where I don't do NBA props at all. And I decided that from a DFS perspective, that my time was much better spent uh, on the props and on the pick'em than on the DFS. So uh, talking about the props and pick'em yesterday, yeah, Will. 
I had one of those days yesterday on, on prize picks uh, where I had six, six cards, mm-hmm. uh, six, five pick cards and uh, got four out of fives on all of them with different misses. <laughs> oh god don't, don't you hate those days different myths with with oh. uh, two cards had the same miss but like because obviously i'm putting them in throughout the day so some of these numbers move so it's like okay i got these five and then i got these five because we got to obviously taco tuesday you get the extra you know you to get the you know it's they had chai gillis alexander they had vasilevsky the goalkeeper you know so i was putting these together as they were going and it's like like Jalen Johnson under 27 and a half points and rebounds, whatever that missed. And then I go, I look DeMar DeRozan over 38 and a half fantasy points. It's like that missed by one. And then I'm going to Eric Carlson under two and a half shots on goal in hockey. And then he of course gets his third one. In he overtime. gets three. Stupid right. Carlson. In over, in oh gosh. And yeah, it's not, I don't mind that if all of them were on the same card, I don't mind like putting in a $25 card. And then just going, just like okay, getting nothing back. It's that if I if the five are the cards, I'm getting 250 bucks each on all of them. Right. Like nope, nope. I just I just literally doubled doubled my money on on, on six Blame cards it. with the with different with different one off with different ones. It was amazing. Yeah, listen, that's how that's how I, I my morning has gone. With uh, esports, Blender. I mean, every, every car is about to be a double up, and I'm sitting here, and they're all different misses, all of them. No, no one is the same, and those are the painful ones. I'd rather just have a card of all red and then four cards of all green because of the profitability standpoint. Now, now obviously, I'm going to take the profits. Right. Don't get me wrong, but hey, I'll lose one twenty-five dollar card to make you know. 500, 625, each on the other ones, right? 500 bucks, right. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so do you got any uh props and pick them stuff today? I mean, so our tools have not been updated, right? You could obviously, if you're part of the premium membership, you get this, but you could also get the props and pick them package, right? We have the, the prop model here. As Gil Ticket says, but on our new web design, I can't believe we, we had that before, but no more free top five from the prop model. I could I couldn't I, remember. I don't log out of Roto Grinders. I don't know what anyone sees, like but that's not uh, underneath the paywall. But uh, apparently, uh, the prop model would show like the top five and then block everything else off, and uh, that seems dumb, right? From a from a business perspective, like <laughs> yeah, here's the top best five bets from a prop model. Do you want the next fifteen? It's like well. What, it should be here's the worst, here's the bottom five out of 20. Do you want the top 15? Uh, but yeah, so no, no, no more, no more free top five from the prop model. Uh, people were getting around that, but uh, but yeah, yeah, this is the, this is an update. Yeah, we, we still have to update these because uh, obviously these games happened, uh, did, didn't they're not today's games, but you yeah. can go there, uh, when they do update, right? They always update, you know, a little bit after the projections get updated throughout the course of the day, but we'll. Uh, do you have, do you have anything on prize picks? I mean, I know you're in South Carolina, so uh, less less on the actual sports books and more on the the pick'em sites. Uh, do, do you got anything? Do you got any? Do you got a do you got a fiver for me on 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 uh, on prize picks? I could I could put it right now. We're live on the show. Believe it or not, um, in terms of a fiver, uh, maybe. So 
for me, but see, I wouldn't play it on price picks because um, and you, you can play it on price picks, don't get me wrong, but see, you don't have access to pick six. So, right. so and, and I know we've talked about this, but the reason why I'm explaining it this way is so people understand. Like, when props bump, and I know they're bumped in a way that's not advantageous for me, I don't play them. So typically on pick six, they're going to be advantageous for me. But so what I'll on tell pick six, they don't, the lines never move. Yeah, they don't move. They're going to be, you know, halves. So I'm either going to win or lose. There's never going to be a push because I'm competing against peers. But what I will tell you is on prize picks, for some reason, rebounds always seem to be one of the weird ones that's maybe not as, um, I don't want to say it's accurate, but either way, uh, Tyrese Halliburton at three and a half rebounds. I'd be less than that. Uh, Santi uh, Aldama at five rebounds. Uh, I'd be less than that. Uh, Jaron Jackson at five rebounds. I'd be less than that. Hold Carl on, Anthony. hold on, hold on. Rebounds. So Santi Aldama is at five rebounds now. Not right, right. See, he's going to be five and a half on, on pick six. Pick six but, but I, yeah, but I'd still take less than that. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, as long as he plays, he's at eight. I know his rebounding is picked up, but he'll be back with Gobert. Uh, I'd be less uh, than that. Um, De'Aaron Fox at uh, at four rebounds. That actually be more than that. His his rebounding has really uh, taken off here recently, so I don't I don't hate that at four rebounds. I want more uh, than that projection. Uh, you've got uh, Michael Porter Jr. at six and a half. I'd want more than that projection. Is that five? I think that's five. That's and then, six, and then, okay, that's six. And then, of course, Blender, you know, you can just check out projections and see how everything's shaking out if you want to, just to, you know, do kind of a quick comparison um, and, and, and go for it. Do, do, do I just trust you on these? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll trust you as much as I'll trust you for five bucks. Sure. There you go. Right. There you go. And you get to use some of that promo money, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, of course. Because I mean, because I you always get the the promo, you win this, and then it goes in that balance. Yeah, I never know how that works. I never know how the promo money comes out, goes in, whatever. I mean, I'm just I don't make that many cards on Prize Picks on a given day. Typically, I'm you know, Taco Tuesdays. Yes, I'm obviously making yeah. those. You know, the Flex Friday. I always take advantage of the promos yeah. and bonuses. Yeah, right. You have to. On a given day, I would normally normally end up with maybe three or four, typically fives or sixes on prize picks, and they kind of like supplement all the other props that I'm doing on the on the on the regular on the regular sports books. Uh, but Will, uh, are you gonna be are you gonna be on uh, Grinders Live Crunch Time later today? Tomorrow, I am gonna be on, oh, you are. Be on okay. Grinders Live okay. later today. You can today. talk more about all this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, obviously, we'll have more information. We'll have more more news. Uh, so yeah, there you have it. So tune in later today. Hit that hit that notification bell. You'll always know when we go live. Grinders live, five p.m. Eastern, followed by crunch time at six fifteen ish or so. Or maybe this actually based on the the, the lineup. It, it may be a half, maybe five thirty. You'll see. You'll see the thumbnail. It's YouTube. Why am I telling you the time? You'll see it. It's on the road to Grinders YouTube channel. Right, which is now blue. We're blue. We're blue now, Will. It's not the R. Are, are you are you sad that 14 years has gone by with the orange? You know, the orange and the light blue. And now we're just 
We're just standard kind of just kind of neutral blue and black. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's fine, it's fine for me, man. I, you know, things change, things rebrand. I mean, Prize Picks is rebranded, I think, two or three times since they've started at, in, a, in a short period. Uh, I think Roto Grinders, man, it's been a good run, you know, with the with the old stuff. But and guess what? We didn't really change the logo. We just kind of update the color scheme. You know, like you said, fresh coat of paint. Did some other stuff. You know, we've done some other stuff in the background, like we've added new products. And I think everything's coming together well. So I, I do like the new um, the new logo. I think it's brought it into, uh, you know, the new DFS century, if you will. And maybe we go another 10, 15 years, and then we update it again. And we're running a promo here for those that's, uh, that's uh, rep our logo, rep the badge. You could see, you could see it, and uh, well, there were banners for it. But we're running a contest, so if you if you change your uh, your your avatar on DraftKings or FanDuel to the new Roto Grinders logo, you get uh, something. You get drawn into something. I don't know. Look, there's an announcement. There's it's all over Twitter or something. I don't I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly. You're gonna get something, right? I'm I'm very good at selling these promos. I have no idea what it is. All I know is that you you switch you you take you make the switch. And maybe you win something or something, some type of T-shirt or swag or something or money or premium memberships or something. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Steve's bringing it up on the screen. So there you go. Win whatever it says there, which I can't read, but you can, you can read it. Right. Oh, download yeah. the new logo. Reply with a pic of you. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't even have to win anything. Oh, and you, oh, you win a switch. Oh, okay. That, that isn't that, that isn't that bad. Okay, so it's not just, you know, a premium membership. Okay, so you download the logo, reply with your pick of your DK, right? You have to switch your DK or, F or FanDuel avatar, and you just, you don't have to win anything or anything on a contest. Just send a screenshot, and two random winners will win a Nintendo Switch. Okay, okay, that isn't that bad. Not that bad. Maybe it'll actually make me change mine. It's Mine, I always put use my face. My face is my brand, which is why my brand value is not very, very high. Right. When my face is my brand. Uh, okay, doke. I'll be on tomorrow. Uh, I'm not sure who's going to be joining me. We'll be talking uh, NBA, NHL. Not exactly sure. Programming note. No Friday show. Okay. So th the MMA card is so bad, by the way, on, on Saturday. Uh, I don't even know if it's worth playing. But we, we'll have the all the MMA content for all the premium members and crunch time on Saturday. So uh, if you want the MMA stuff, go there. Uh, I won't be here on Monday either. Uh, I'll be going uh, to uh, North Carolina for, for some wrestling stuff from the first. Which the part? Fourth. Greensboro. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're, I, you're I not, you're not, you're not close enough to Greensboro. No, 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 not at all. But I'm saying I'm, I won't, I won't be there. Me and my bride or wife are headed out of town as well. So I'm going to be going from Sunday to you know, early Wednesday. So yeah, man. And that, that's, that's what people get out, enjoy your family, take your trips. Like you only have these memories later. Like, so enjoy yourself, you know, kudos to you, Blender. Kudos. Right. This is what, this is what, when there's no late swap, right. You could go out and have yeah. all the family time you want. Yeah. Yeah. All the family time you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you could do. You could play whoever you want, do whatever you want. 
You know what you should do? Yeah. Hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Give me those thummy thumbs. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live. Uh, I'm, I'm usually here Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy, props, and pick them on Roto Grinders today. <laughs>